Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall. And the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, it's a football Friday night in Las Vegas, hour number three, and it's the Saturday Bet Prep Show. And James Salinas, the third-place finisher in the Circa Friday Football Invitational, joins me now, a professional sports better out of Colorado, also a former VSIN host, and he spent last weekend at Circa cashing tickets, and that's what it's all about. James, thanks for coming on tonight. I know it was a big final weekend uh, week 18 was great for you. You went 5-0 and in this contest to surge up the leaderboard, and uh, I think you pretty much cashed every bet you made while you were here over the weekend, right? Yeah, I lost one bet. It was on side with the college football, or it's college basketball bet, which I don't really have really partaken in a whole lot this season. So outside of that, yeah, as far as the NFL was concerned, absolutely swept the board and ended up staying another night on Monday night. Did not play the championship game. Uh, just completely stayed away from that, which I'm glad I did. I was leading toward. I saw it close. I think TCU closed at 14 and a half at one point. I was really tempted to do it, but but I laid off. So as far as yeah, cash and tickets, that's what it's all about. That's what last week was about. So I think as far as the contest is concerned, Matt, definitely big thanks to you and to Derek Stevens and his generosity to to put up the dough and be able to have us come in and compete and. You know, I think the, there was three goals. I think everyone, all of us probably had three goals. At least I did. First, not to, to make the cut, right? Didn't want to be the first cut. Wanted to make the final cut, be the elite eight. Get in there and cash and, and score in the money and then hopefully score and wear that green jacket. Did not finish through on that green jacket by a half a point. And, you know, I think when when we handicappers that, we look at our contest plays and you can always go back and find, ah, I should have the hell was I thinking with this pick or that pick or should have done this or that. I think the only thing I didn't have any control of and what could have, could have, 
potentially been is maybe that Bengals game doesn't get canceled against the Bills because that was one of my plays a couple of weeks back. And, but so be it. That's the way the rules are. I respect the rules and, you know, I understand why the game was canceled for sure. But aside from that, it was a great contest, a lot of fun, and hope to participate next year. Follow James on Twitter at Rounding Again. He's a 2015 Westgate Super Contest champion. By the way, that was the first year he entered that contest. He won it. And he finished third here in the Circuit Friday Football Invitational. Chris the Bear Felica and Chuck the Iceman Edel uh, tied at 52-38 and 38 against the spread. The Bear won uh, by virtue of his tiebreaker, which is the best bet record of 13-5. and five. Now, James, you were a half point back. Uh, your record, 50-36-3, so you had 51.5 points. Those guys had 52. And uh, your best bet record was 9-9. Nine and nine. Chuck Edel and I were talking about this. You had the Bengals on that Monday night. And the way that Bills-Bengals game was scored, it was not a loss on your record. It was just worth zero points. It was canceled, so it was a zero. And Chuck thought the Bengals were going to win that game. You thought the Bengals were going to win. They were up 7-3, looking good. And we don't know how it was going to turn out, but Chuck said, man, uh, he would have won the contest. You would If the Bengals win that game, James, you're the contest winner at 52.5 points. Yeah, so be it. What are you going to do? I mean, obviously the, a, a wild circumstance. I'm glad the the young kid from Buffalo is okay and, and mm-hmm. in much better shape now than what he was then. So I completely understand, number one, why the NFL canceled that game and understand with the rules of how the contest is here for this that it was a no player or no contest. So not a loss, but definitely not a win. So you couldn't pick up that point, you know. Yeah, who knows what could have been, but so be it. I mean, that's the spoils when you're going through a, a 90, 90 selection contest season. Uh, you just hope that you get all 90 picks in. In this case here, I only had the 89. But, you know, I, I think looking back on it, that game aside, I can go beat myself up on a number of picks. But what I beat myself up on the most, honestly, is the, my college football. It's my weak spot. I don't spend a lot of time watching college football. It's, I'm an eye test guy, and hell, you have, what, 50-plus games on any given Saturday. I just don't have the time to, to watch those games, and sometimes I don't have the patience to watch these games either. We see how poorly these games are coached in college football. They're really recruiters as opposed to game managers and a lot of bad quarterback play, and the games sometimes last four-plus hours. That's a lot of time, so I think – Next year, if I'm fortunate enough to be invited back to doing this and, and playing college football, I didn't play a ton of college football games in the contest, but I think I'll have more time because I'm going to have some more time on my hands next year. So I'm definitely going to look forward to improving my college football acumen for next season. Well, you actually uh, tied for third with Paul Stone, who's a college football specialist. He's a handicapper out of Texas. You both have 51.5 points. But you finished third because your tiebreaker, best bet record was better. You were – uh, let's see, your tiebreaker, you were 9-9, nine and nine, and Paul was 8-10. and 10. That was uh, the correct records uh, for the best bets. So that puts you in third, but you and Paul both had very strong finishes to the contest. And uh, well done, James. Uh, you're a guy who uh, has had a lot of uh, success in football contests in Las Vegas over the years. Hey, let's go ahead and move on to uh, Wild Card Weekend. I want to get your takes on some of these games Sides or totals, we're going to start with Chargers-Jaguars, the uh, Saturday night game in Jacksonville. Chargers now up to two-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, the total was as high as 48, 47-and-a-half right now at Circa. Are you looking at a side or total in the Chargers-Jaguars matchup? I can't get to a side with either of these because I don't trust either team. I don't trust uh, 
think I, I don't even want to get into Staley and and beat that up as far as the coaching right. acumen or the decisions that he makes. Not only last last week, but I mean we can break that down week after week over the last couple of years. But I think with Mike Williams being out, and that's obviously a big impact and a huge injury from last week and playing his starters as long as he did in in Denver. Uh, it's the impact. You know, it's interesting, Matt. We always talk about oh, what are, what are certain players, and if they're not in the game, what is the impact, potential impact they have on the line? And obviously for Mike Williams, he's not going to move the line. The line hasn't moved. It's still sitting at two and a half, forty-seven and a half, like you said. But I think he really impacts the the structure of the offense for the Chargers because he's the only guy that can take the top off the defense and extend the field. Without him being there, I think that makes it so much easier for Jacksonville, for, for the Jaguars, to be able to shorten the field defensively. They're very aggressive and athletic up front with their front four to be able to get after the quarterback. And now I don't think you're, they're not going to need to have that safety having a roll over the top. So I think they can be more aggressive. They can be more creative with some of their box defenses and I think that really is going to hamper what the Chargers want to do and they're going to have to be more ball control running the football and and having to get to Keaton Allen on third downs to move to six but on the other side I couldn't get there with Trevor Lawrence he's just not somebody I know there's been a lot of hoopla with Trevor Lawrence and a lot of bandwagons for the last you know six weeks or so but he's not accurate enough for me especially on third down to sustain drives. And I don't think he's poised enough in the red zone to score touchdowns. And so I think we'll see uh, more of a ground attack with ETN rushing the football. That's the weakness for the Chargers. Uh, so Jacksonville maybe grinding the clock some more. And I think for both of these teams, uh, it's it's going to be shorter passing games, which lead to the completions and the clock running. So it's, uh, I found it at 48 with 15 cents. So that was my play on this game, Matt. I bet the under in this game, under 48, and I laid 15 cents. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense too, and uh, I don't I don't uh, disagree with you there. I think that is probably going to be an under game, and uh, the Jaguars were fortunate to put twenty points on the board last week against Tennessee. James, and if not for Joshua Dobbs getting blindsided and that fluke fumble return for a touchdown, the Jaguars are not even a playoff team, and that's the weakest division in the NFL. I, I kind of echo your thoughts here. I don't trust the Chargers, even as slight road favorites. But I don't have a ton of respect for the Jaguars either. I, I actually thought the Titans were going to win that game a week ago, and I know you were on the Titans a week ago too, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm thinking about how that game went. And, uh, did they even move the football at all in the Not second much. half of the Jaguars? I think this is what we see out of Trevor Lawrence. He's just somebody, especially when you've got to put those balls and he's got to throw it in the bucket over the top of those, you know, over the top of the linebacker and in front of those safeties, he's not able to do that consistently. So I don't trust him to be able to move the stick, like I said, on third down. And yeah, they were very fortunate to win that football game last week. I mean, if maybe that name isn't Dobbs holding that football for Tennessee last week and it's somebody else with a bigger name, I wonder if that's a fumble because I didn't. I thought his arm was going forward. I thought it was very questionable. I was there at the mega bar, so I didn't really get to hear what the discussion was. But it seemed like I don't even know if they reviewed it. It just seemed like boom, okay, that's a touchdown. We're going to go and kick the the PAT. So I was surprised they didn't give more time to actually look and review that call. Yeah, he got hit. It was an empty hand. I think it was the right call for a fumble. But uh, anyway. Uh, the, the Jaguars were a little bit lucky in that one. Their offense didn't get a lot done. So you're playing Chargers-Jaguars under 48. Uh, what are your thoughts on Giants-Vikings? Are you taking the three with the Giants, or is that a public dog that you want to stay away from? 
Well, I don't know if it's, I don't know what the public's doing. I don't know what the splits <laughs> are, Matt. I have no idea what the public or the smart, the professional money is coming in. I don't know where my money goes. My money's going to go. This is the coaching matchup for me. I think if there's one coach that I've been thoroughly impressed with, it's been Brian Dable. Think about the roster. And not only the roster, but the dysfunction of that franchise and that team that he inherited, that he had to go and completely flip upside down. You hear about culture all the time. He has completely changed that culture, and he maximizes. The, he's absolutely squeezed every ounce of talent out of that really thin roster each and every week. And I think it's because the attention to detail, they win games. The Giants don't win games on Sunday. They win it during the week, and that's what we've seen from this team. They're competitive in each and every game, and I think that's what we're going to see here. Martindale is going to be able to get after him defensively. The right side of that line for the Minnesota Vikings is banged up. And I think they just hang around, hang around, hang around long enough. They'll make the right plays because they're conditioned to do that. They've prepared to do that, and I think you've got Cousins on the other side that you give them an opportunity to make the wrong decision, they'll make it happen in the fourth quarter, and that's why I like the Giants plus three. I like what you said about Brian Dable. I definitely agree with that. I'm I'm leaning towards taking a three with the Giants, and uh, you can't you can't find fault much fault at all with anything Brian Dable has done this year. And when I watch coaches manage games, Mike Palm and I were talking about this. You can pick apart some guys like even Josh McDaniels uh, with the Raiders, who you watch every week make mistakes, and Brandon Staley. I really never have a problem with anything Brian Dable does. I think he's really good at managing games and calling plays, and that's reflective in what the Giants have done this season to go 9-7-1 and with a, with a team that some people thought was one of the worst in the NFL going into the season. James Salinas, stick around. We're going to get more uh, thoughts from you on Dolphins, Bills, Cowboys, Bucks, and more uh, right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even That's my game. <laughs> Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Watch football with a little more on the line by playing free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness. Set your lineup. Watch the action unfold as you play for your share of $115,000 all season. Guinness, made of more. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. DraftKings.com. For details. All right, back here at the VCent studio inside the Circus Sportsbook. Matt Humans with James Salinas, the 2015 Westgate Super Contest champion, the number three finisher in the Circus Friday Football Invitational. Follow him on Twitter at Rounding Again, and James, a uh, former VCent host as well, professional sports better out of Colorado. James, we got your take on the Chargers uh, Jaguars game. You're playing under 48. And that one, Giants-Vikings, you're taking Giants plus three. What are your thoughts on Seahawks 49ers? The first game on Saturday in San Francisco, it's been uh, torrential downpours in California. It looks like weather might play a role in this game. The rain might have an impact. The 49ers right now, nine-and-a-half-point favorites, total of 42. Yeah, I think when we're talking about rain, and we, we hear all about wind and the effects on the passing game, and that's really not San Francisco's game anymore. It's pound the football and throw to Kittle and throw to the tight ends with Brock Purdy and just keep the game simple, and they've been very dominant doing that, playing to their strengths for San Francisco offensively. Uh, and Seattle, I know that that's a team that wants to be a run-first team as well. So I think with, with that said, obviously both these teams are going to play to their strengths rushing the football, but it's going to be a slow field. It's going to be a sloppy field. It's grass field. It's already waterlogged. and they had fans on the field a couple of days ago. I don't know what good that's going to do. It's just, I think I, I tend to really, honestly, Matt, I stay away from these types of games, especially when you think about a lot of rain coming because 
yes, clearly San Francisco is the best team, and in my mind, they're they're the best team in the NFC, and I'm hopeful they get to the Super Bowl. But weird things happen when we're talking about rain and the ball being wet and slippery and, and guys just losing control of it. If, if you remember last year, I remember the Sunday night game, it might have been late September, or it was first part of the season in San Francisco. It was, in the, it was the Sunday night game against the Colts, and it was an absolute downpour. Mm-hmm. And the Niners are favored in that game, and they got rolled in that game by the Colts. The Carson Wentz led Colts, no less, 30-18. to 18, And it was because of a lot of turnovers and a lot of sloppy play that it's just really hard to handicap when you're talking about that much rain. So I'd lean towards the under. But I think here, because of that rain, uh, it's definitely going to be a ground and pound for San Francisco. You know, two weeks ago, the, the Seattle Seahawks lost their leading tackler, linebacker Jordan Brooks. That was part of my handicap with the Rams last week, taking the Rams plus the six on the road. They ran for nearly 150 yards on that defense, and we suspect we'll see the same thing out of the Niners here. So I'd lean Niners, but the rain keeps me off, especially when you're talking about how bad the rain and the, the field conditions are going to be. Yeah, and I don't think the Seahawks offense is going to get a lot accomplished here, so I'm kind of like you, lean under the total of 42. Uh, quick thoughts on Dolphins-Bills. I don't think either one of us are thrilled about handicapping this game, and if you didn't get the Bills at a better number, it's kind of hard to bet this game I, now. Uh, any interest in taking the dog – taking a 14 if the Dolphins get to that number, James? No, I think not only with the quarterback situation for Miami, but also the offensive line is really beat up. So if the Bills bring the same energy, and that's probably my biggest question, do they bring that same energy and intensity that they brought last week? Now, if they bring the same energy and intensity they brought to last year's playoff game when they opened up and they played New England and absolutely throttled the Patriots up there in Buffalo, then yes. But I think think here, when anytime you know that you could have got a best number a while back and you've completely missed it to where that number is now, uh, I mean, I, I don't want anything to do with Miami on that. So you didn't even get to the 14. It's, it's, yeah, juicy numbers in the NFL in the playoffs at 14, but not with the state of where Miami is offensively. I don't know if they're going to be able to put up 10 to be able to cover that. I think you I think Miami would probably have to put up at least 14 points to cover that. I don't know if they can do that without some turnover help and I think the Bills probably throttle them so that's probably the right side but since we missed the best number I'd just stay away from this game. Okay, I agree with that. How about Ravens Bengals? It's the, the Sunday night game in Cincinnati and right now the Bengals eight and a half point favorites. This uh, line is down a point here at Circus Sports today. Total of 40-and-a-half. Any play for you on uh, Baltimore-Cincinnati? Uh, not as of yet. We'll, we'll see where we get to. I mean, all the questions about the quarterback spot. We, we know Lamar Jackson's not going to play, but sounds like we'll get Tyler Huntley. I don't know. Is that a, a big deal, Huntley coming in? and and Or is it going to be Brown, you know, Brown's young quarterback back there at the big spot and competed hard. He threw the ball hard. I mean, it, it's going to be a game. These guys are going to play. Baltimore's not going to lay down. I wonder if there's anything – to be said with Cincinnati. I guess the benefit for Cincinnati, it's, it's hard to say teams will have a letdown when it's the playoffs, right? You're, you're motivated. You're ready to get after it. This is what you worked for all season long. Now you're here and you want to take advantage of it, win three games, and you get to go to the ship. But I wonder if there's a letdown just feeling like, all right, we handled these guys last week. We know they're beat up. Sometimes just psychologically, maybe subconsciously psychologically from that perspective, there's a bit of a letdown. I don't think that will be the case, but that can always kind of creep in to the favorite there with Cincinnati. I feel like it's a big number, and with Baltimore and, and the way that they can defend on that side, especially to be able to get some pressure on Joe Burrow, maybe they keep it close, but can they score enough points? 
Baltimore Ravens to, to stay within that number. That's my biggest concern. So right now I, I can't pick a side, and I don't want to play with the total. That total continues to go down. So miss the best number on that total if you like the under. So no play as of yet for me on that game, Matt. It looks like uh, Bengals minus two and a half is going to be a really popular teaser play, I think, with a lot of people on Sunday night in that one, uh, if you play a six-point teaser. James, all six of these wildcard matchups are rematches from the regular season, which is an oddity. I, I think some of the previous uh, meetings between these teams are irrelevant when you handicap this game. Uh, I, I believe the Cowboys-Bucks, the first meeting between the teams, is irrelevant. That was in week one. Buccaneers won that one 19-3. Dak Prescott got knocked out with an injury. Uh, Cowboys down from three-point favorites to two-and-a-half in Tampa on Monday night. Do you like the home dog? I do like the home dog. I mean, I, I think about where the Bucks are, and for this team, a lot of injuries, de- definitely well below the expectations. I mean, this was – folks were talking about Super Bowl team. I wasn't quite going that far with this team, but I knew uh, – Figured they'd win the South weak division that they were playing in to begin with. But this is a team that was going to be able to compete. Tons of talent on that team. And anytime you have Tom Brady, you know you're going to be competitive and be in the hunt for the Super Bowl. But they had a lot of injuries, especially not only on the offensive line rolling into the season, but defensively for sure. But both on the interior, Vita Vea has been in and out of the lineup. So it's Hicks coming over from Chicago. Thought that was going to be a great pair on the interior for, for the Bucks defense, run defense, but they haven't been play, they haven't played too many games together. They will both be back for this game, but more so in the secondary. I think that's what we saw from the Bucks. Really got torched in a lot of the games during the middle of the season because they were just rotating so many different players, guys having to move from safety down to slot and just so because of all the injuries to that secondary. Well, they are all back. They are completely healthy in that secondary. And this is a team that's played together for for the last few years defensively. So a lot of folks intact, finally coming back healthy. And, and I think you look on the other side, thinking about Dallas and some of the struggles they've had over the last six, seven weeks, I think it's because of the secondary. They've got a lot of injuries at the corner spot. This is a really young and undermanned and really thin secondary right now for Dallas. They lost their slot corner, Jordan Lewis, back in week eight. Then they had Brown, who had a move over from the boundary into the slot. He went down about five or six weeks ago. So it's a very young secondary. And I think with Brady, you know what Brady does? He's, he, he's a center-line quarterback. He's not getting outside those tackles. He gets the ball out quicker than anybody else in this league, and I think those receivers for the Bucks can win at the line of scrimmage with those young corners that they're going to face, be able to move the sticks on third down and kind of keep grinding out possession after possession and really kind of wearing down this Dallas team. And even if it comes down to, all right, it's a close game at the end, Matt, who do you want your money on? Do you want your money on Dak Prescott or Tom Brady, who has 14 game-winning postseason drives in his career? I think my money is going to be on Brady, no question. Yeah, my money's on the Bucks. Uh, I took the Bucks plus three. Did you get plus three, or how, you, how how did you bet this? Did you play Tampa on the money line? No, I beat Tampa money line plus one twenty. I missed the three, so usually I don't play. I don't get ahead of it too early in the NFL. I, I want to see player availability, and that just means more to me than than missing a point. And yeah, when you get could have got three, and now it's two and a half. That's a key number, and I missed it. So I don't want to chase it. Best way to do it is plus the one twenty. If I feel like that team can win the game outright. And with the Bucks playing at home with Tom Brady on that side, absolutely. Yeah, you might also, uh, some people consider the Bucks teasing up to plus eight and a half if you like to play teasers. That's another way to look at it on Monday night. James Salinas, great job in the Circuit Friday Football Invitational. 5-0 and in the final week to finish third. 
Appreciate your participation all season, and uh, thanks for coming on tonight. Good luck this weekend. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Matt, and I'll see you uh, in a couple of months for March Madness. All right. Look forward to it. James Salinas, professional sports better out of Colorado. Follow him on Twitter at RoundingAgain. And uh, James, a 2015 Westgate Super Contest champion. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. I've got more to talk about here. We're going to expand a little bit on the um, Ravens-Bengals game. Also take a look at Dolphins-Bills. And uh, one more final thought on the Circa Friday Football Invitational from the Bear, Chris Felica, up next. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by show host and guest. And we have some tonight from Wes Reynolds, Chuck Edel. James Salinas and myself. So if you get the VSIM Pro email, you will have those best bets in your uh, email box early in the morning. VSIM Pro subscribers also get betting splits, deep dive betting reports, betting guides for the biggest games of the season. We just had our college football bowl guide, and we're going to have a March Madness guide coming up. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe today. Sign up for only $9.99. Become part of the Sports Betting Network. vsin.com slash subscribe. All right, back here on the Saturday Bet Prep Show. And uh, read the mailbag here coming in on Twitter tonight from Joseph Ficoli. says, I missed the Friday night show. Definitely recommend doing a Friday night show for the Super Bowl Sunday. Well, we have a Friday night show. We've been doing it here for the last two and a half hours, Joseph. So hopefully uh, you... You found us on VSIN tonight. We've had a uh, great show. We kicked it off with uh, Derek Stevens recapping the contest winners and the Circa Millions and the Survivor. Wes Reynolds in studio tonight with NFL and College Hoops analysis. Chuck the Iceman Edel, who finished third in the Circa Friday Football Invitational. Actually, Chuck finished second. He um, lost the tiebreaker to Chris the Bear Felica. They each finished 52 and 38. We also had James Salinas, who finished third, just join me here for the first half hour to break down his best bets in the NFL. Uh, let's hear from the Bear and take a look at the standings here. Again, we wrapped it up on Monday night with Georgia blowing out TCU 65-7 to in the national championship game. And I wonder if Kirby Smart rubbed it in because of those uh, shots that Sonny Dykes, the TCU coach, took at the SEC for its uh, scheduling and scheduling some uh, FCS teams late in the season. But Kirby definitely ran it up on the Horned Frogs. Chris Felica cashed in on that. That was his best bet. He went 1-4 in the final week, but that was enough to win the Friday Football Invitational 52-38 and against the spread. And uh, here's a quote from the Bear. He talks title. Quote, It got a little too close for comfort, so I'm happy Georgia left a little doubt Monday night, and it was a stress-free evening. Being able to compete against and interact with some of the best handicappers around made the season that much more enjoyable and certainly increased the stakes. Continue the quote, I look forward to being cut in week nine next year as the defending champ. He says with sarcasm, Chris Felica, who just left ESPN for Fox Sports, 
He also sent his uh, appreciation to Derek Stevens for his uh, financial support of the contest. And the Bear is going to collect $15,000, a green jacket, which is being designed by Derek Stevens right now, a trophy, and he won the Brooklyn's Best MVP award with the top best bet record in the contest. $25,000 contest. Chuck Edel takes down 7000 for second, and James Salinas, 3000 for third. Paul Stone finished fourth. Doug Kazarian, fifth. Paul, a college football handicapper out of Texas. Doug Kazarian, the ESPN sports betting analyst. And uh, Joey Fortuna, professional sports better on the East Coast out of uh, New York and uh, Florida, finished Sixth, ahead of Big Randy McKay and Jeff Whitelaw. The top six contestants, all within a point and a half. Look at that, between 52 and 50 and a half points. And uh, the Bear with the top best bet record at 13 and 5. So we put a wrap on the uh, first, first ever, the inaugural Friday Football Invitational here at Circa. And Chris the Bear Felica is our winner. All right, let's... Uh, also, go back to the uh, mailbag here on Twitter from Peter Hamill from Iowa. It says, handicapping college hoops and NFL late night tonight in Iowa. Thanks for providing some fuel. Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds, Saturday bet prep is on fire. Uh, I don't know if it's on fire, but hopefully uh, we've filled three hours tonight with uh, quality content and uh, have some winning bets for Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I want to take a look uh, a little bit more at this uh, Ravens-Bengals game, by the way. And um, Lamar Jackson's still out. I don't think we're going to see him play for the Ravens again. It was on the uh, Pro Football Podcast here at VSIN with Mike Palm and Danny Burke on uh, Thursday afternoon. We taped it here in Circa, and Mike Palm and I are in agreement. I don't think you're ever going to see Lamar Jackson play for the Ravens again. And he's not going to risk it with uh, big money out there in the free agent market this offseason. Yeah, he's, he's got an injury, but... There's no reason for him to put everything on the line and go out there and play for the Ravens. And that's a big difference in the number when you're talking about Tyler Huntley and Anthony Brown as the backup quarterbacks. Those guys are not bad, but they're not on Lamar Jackson's level, obviously. And uh, we've seen the Bengals actually um, as high as 10-point favorites this week. The number has dropped to 8.5 today at Circus Sports. Derek Stevens said that they've seen some uh, sharp support for the Baltimore Ravens show up, and I can actually understand that because – I think the Ravens' defense is good enough to keep this a low-scoring, tight game. If you don't have turnovers by the quarterback, and that was what cost the Titans last week in that loss in Jacksonville. If you can avoid that, I think the Ravens stay in this game. I also think the best way to bet this game is the Bengals on a teaser. Right now, at minus 8.5, knock it down to Cincy, minus 2.5, and, and you should have a winner. I, I can't see Joe Burrow and the Bengals getting beat in this game. I do want to hear from uh, Jim Harbaugh here. Let's play this clip of uh, Harbaugh talking about Lamar Jackson. Would he feel comfortable playing Lamar at less than 100%? Of course, yeah. Whatever, as long as he's safe and healthy and can play. It's for any player. It's not really just any particular player. I mean, any player goes out there, and if he's healthy and safe and it's not going to do any damage to an injury, any player you know, plays and does what he can uh, to the level that he can in that situation. But Lamar Jackson's not comfortable playing at less than 100%, and that's the key here. And uh, Lamar is going to get a big deal in the offseason. I don't know if it's going to come from the New York Jets or who it's going to come from, but I'd be surprised if he's back with the Ravens and he doesn't want to risk it. It's really a, um, 
it's one of those high-risk situations for Jackson, and it doesn't make sense for him to get out there. I don't really like it, but I think it's a smart business decision on his part. He's banged up. He doesn't want to get out there, and the Ravens are going to have to try to make it go without him. I don't think we're going to see him in the postseason, even if Baltimore pulls off the upset in Cincinnati, which is unlikely. I don't think Joe Burrow is going to lose this game on Sunday night. Let's take a look at Dolphins-Bills, the Sunday morning kickoff. It's actually 1 p.m. on the East Coast, 10 a.m. here on the on the West Coast. The Bills up to 13.5-point favorites, total of 43.5. And, a half. and uh, I think if America's America adopts a team, let's call it America's team on the road to the Super Bowl, I think it's going to be the Bills because of what happened with safety DeMar Hamlin, the uh, emotional wave the Bills are riding right now, and the fact that uh, they are – they do power rate as uh, probably the number two team in the NFL right now behind the Chiefs. I, I actually think on a neutral, it's a pick em game in my mind. But Josh Allen last week, 254 yards passing, three touchdowns for the Bills, who I think can settle into a little bit more of a normal routine this week. They've been on a, an emotional roller coaster here uh, since that game in Cincinnati when DeMar Hamlin uh, went down and everything that's happened. And you have to m- wonder how much gas they have left uh, in that emotional tank, but uh, I think they should have enough this week against the Dolphins team to really limps in here. Dolphins stopped a five-game losing streak last week. They played their way into the postseason. There was a little bit of sweat involved. They beat the Jets 11-6 to in Week 18. Skylar Thompson, the rookie seventh-round pick from Kansas State, did just enough. Passed for 152 yards, took only one sack, never made the big mistake. The Dolphins scored on three Jason Sanders field goals and a safety, and they get into the postseason to stop that losing streak. Now, there were questions early in the week. Will Tua or Teddy Bridgewater be the starting quarterback? I didn't think so. And, in fact, I made a mistake here. I should have laid a cheaper number with the Bills early in the week because I never thought Tua was going to play in this game, but I didn't pull the trigger early enough. And Mike McDaniel came out midweek, said Tua's not going to play. Teddy Bridgewater's got a dislocated Finger on his throwing hand, and that means it's going to be Skylar Thompson who's stepping into a really tough situation here. So you can understand why the number's been inflated to 13.5. And And actually, uh, I thought Tua played one of his uh, best games of his career December 17th at Buffalo in that 32-29 loss, and the Dolphins looked like the better team in that game. Totally different situation this time. And not only that, Tyreek Hill, Dolphins wide receivers, a little bit banged up. So is Raheem Mostert, Dolphins running back. So they're far far from full strength. They're not the same team that <coughs> they were in that December 17th game. December 17th game in Buffalo. Uh, and, and when these teams played in week three, Josh Allen threw for 400 yards. The Bills outgained the Dolphins 497 to 212. <laughs> so I actually certainly thought that the, uh, the Bills deserved, deserved to be solid double digit favorites in this spot even at 14 I don't think that's enough to get me on the Dolphins here a team that's uh, limping in to the playoffs with Skylar Thompson alright we'll talk more uh, Cowboys Bucks best bets in college hoops and the NFL on the other side stay tuned Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. 
OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game. <laughs> Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. All right, with the start of the new year, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or hoops better, 
Bet Rivers has you covered. Join every week for new promotions like Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. BetRivers.com. All right, wrap up the uh, show here tonight on uh, Saturday Bet Prep. And uh, thanks to Derek Stevens, Wes Reynolds, Chuck the Iceman, Edel, and uh, James Salinas. And um, talked plenty of NFL and college hoops. And uh, we're going to get to uh, some best bets. I'm going to take a look at my best bets for the NFL uh, right now. I did play the Buccaneers plus three. That was my first bet this week. Talked about that with uh, Mitch and Paul on the Follow the Money show on Tuesday morning. Uh, I never thought that three and a half that was being floated out there last Saturday, Saturday night was going to stick. And obviously, when uh, Dallas had that disastrous performance in Week 18 at Washington, there were no longer going to be three and a halfs, and the threes have even disappeared to where it's two and a half now. So if you didn't grab the three, I would say tease the Buccaneers up to uh, plus eight and a half. And uh, who could you pu- pair the Buccaneers with? Whoever you feel comfortable with. But anyway, the Bucks plus three, uh, my best bet. And James Salinas said uh, he is playing the Bucks. He didn't get the three. He's going to play the Bucks on the money line, which you can get about plus one uh, twenty, one twenty-five, something like that. Uh, I did play a teaser early in the week. You can no longer get this number. Uh, actually, you can get the number now nine and a half on the 49ers, But you have to play a six and a half point teaser. At this point, if you want to play the Niners, minus three, and the Bengals, minus two. Uh, but if you don't want to play that, here's the teaser I would play, and it, I put it up there on the graphic. Jaguars plus eight and a half, a six-point teaser. Jaguars plus eight and a half, and Bengals minus two and a half. I do like the Jaguars catching all those points against the Chargers. I feel like if the Chargers win that game, and in my mind that's a toss-up game, uh, they're not going to – win by double digits. I'll take the Jaguars getting eight and a half, and I think the Bengals in a situation where they're facing a Baltimore backup quarterback. We've got to be able to win that by at least a field goal at home. So let's go. Uh, The only side play I really like is uh, Buccaneers plus three. I do lean Giants plus three, but I have not bet that yet officially. And then uh, those teaser sides uh, we talked about. Uh, I do want to mention uh, one more thing about the Cowboys uh, Bucks game because Dak Prescott, there's a, there's a chance with all the criticism and everybody critis- uh, everybody ripping uh, Prescott and uh, the Cowboys for their poor performance a week ago. He was 14 for 37, 128 yards through a pick six and that 26-6 loss at Washington. And I like to bet the NFL kind of like a contrarian. If you see a team play like complete crap one week, a lot of times you want to bet on that team the next week. And that would, in a lot of cases, would lead me towards a bet on the Cowboys. But for several weeks here, I've had this circled thinking that I was going to bet the Buccaneers in this spot. So I'm going to stick uh, with the Bucks here. Because really, if you go back to December 11th, that's when I first started to think that the Cowboys were trending in the wrong direction. They needed some lucky breaks at home to escape against the Houston Texans. They should have lost that game. And uh, they ended up 3-2 and two in their final five. They should have been 2-3 and three with a loss to the Texans. I also think the Dallas defense is in decline. Not only is Dak Prescott slumping, uh, but the Dallas defense has had some problems too. The Dallas offense a week ago at Washington, 182 total yards, 2.8 yards per play. The defense was ripped uh, by the Jaguars. Uh, Gardner Minshew and the Eagles went up and down the field against the Dallas defense. 
And I do think this defense has been in decline since early December. And last week allowed Sam Howell, in his first NFL start, the commander's rookie quarterback, to pass and run for a touchdown in that game. I don't think you can count on Mike McCarthy to come up with the answers for the offense. And the key to this game, in my mind, is whether or not Micah Parsons and that Dallas defensive front can put pressure on Tom Brady. And how can the Tampa Bay offensive line protect? Because if the Bucks offensive line can give Brady enough time to throw, I like the Buccaneers' chances quite a bit in this game. Now, if the Cowboys' uh, defensive front puts pressure on Brady, is on, on his back and his face all night, then the Buccaneers are going to have some problems. And uh, their offense has not been very efficient anyway. But James Salinas made some points here, too. I think the Buccaneers are as healthy as they've been, as they've been on both sides of the ball all season right now. And it's about getting hot at the right time and peaking, and I think uh, that's the situation it looks like we're in right now with Tampa Bay, a team that's pointed in the right direction that might be peaking, and the Cowboys look like a team that could be doing the opposite uh, to me. Anyway, that's uh, the side that I like Monday night. We'll be right here at the uh, Circus Sportsbook uh, watching the game. Cowboys and Buccaneers here on uh, Monday to wrap up uh, Wild Card Weekend. Six games, all rematches from the regular season. Also want to talk a little bit about Derek Carr, who said his goodbye to the Las Vegas Raiders this week. And uh, Carr's been very emotional throughout the season. He had that crying game against the uh, Indianapolis Colts in the, in the uh, press conference. That was the only game Jeff Saturday won as interim coach uh, for the Colts. And Derek Carr was crying in the postgame talking about how much it meant to him. He keeps using the term heartbroken. He had nine years uh, to get it done. Now, I will say this. It's obviously not all on Derek Carr. The the personnel department, the coaches, uh, the defense. The Raiders have had worst scoring defense in the league since Derek Carr has been quarterback for almost a decade. So, no, is, is it all on Derek Carr? No. For a while, Derek Carr was the strength of the Raiders, the reason why they won a lot of games. Uh, where is he going to play next? Actually, we've got some odds here from uh, a global sports book, we'll call it. And uh, we've got a couple different sets of odds. But one I'm looking at makes the Jets the favorites to land Derek Carr at 3-1 to one odds. The Colts the second choice at 5-1. to one. The graphic you see up there on the screen has got the Jets and Colts and co-favorites at 4-1. to one. Derek Carr is going to be in high demand. Uh, he, If you look at his numbers over the past few seasons – he grades out as a fringe top 10 quarterback. Uh, he's a veteran, and in a league where so many teams need a veteran quarterback to step in, a guy who's proven, uh, I think Carr is going to be in high demand here in the offseason. The Jets, I believe, will make Lamar Jackson their top priority. We'll see. The Colts could be a landing spot for Derek Carr. Let's hear Danny Cannell of CBS Sports HQ Uh, Tom Brady is going to be out there. We've seen the way this season has unfolded in Tampa Bay, and there's a lot of speculation about his future at his age. But we know the history that he's got with Josh McDaniels is well-documented. You're going to play in a place with good weather. You've got a receiver in uh, in Devontae Adams who's one of the best in the league. You've got a run game. You've got a lot of these pieces that you can work with. I think this fit makes a ton of sense. The only hesitation I would have is the fact that the division you play in, Chargers, 
and the Chiefs aren't going anywhere. And one of the reasons Tom Brady is even thinking about making a postseason Super Bowl run is because the division he's now is atrocious. But I think that was a calculated decision. That, to me, is the only thing that could hold back Brady going from the Raiders is the fact that he has to go against those two top-tier teams. All right, that's Danny Cannell, former uh, quarterback on CBS Sports HQ, talking about Tom Brady. I was trying to tie in the Buccaneers' uh, best bet I've got with uh, this Raiders and Derek Carr story. And the other teams that seem to be in the hunt or could be in the hunt for Derek Carr, aside from the Jets and the Colts, the Washington Commanders, Carolina Panthers, Titans, Saints, maybe the Buccaneers. Who knows? Is it going to be a trading places sort of situation where Tom Brady lands in Las Vegas? I think that could happen. And, in fact, I, I make Brady the favorite to be the Raiders quarterback in 2023. Josh McDaniels, one of his best friends. Uh, I don't think Brady – one thing I disagree with Danny Cannell there, and I've heard some other people say it too, that uh, Brady would not want to come to the Raiders because the AFC West is so competitive. And you've got uh, Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. And, you know, you've also got Russell Wilson in Denver, but nobody's scared of that right now. Tom Brady's not the type of guy who's going to shy away from a challenge. He's not going to say, nah, you know, I don't want to go to the Raiders because it's going to be hard to beat Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be hard to beat Justin Herbert. That's nonsense. Uh, great players don't think that way. Tom Brady's not going to think that way. Even in his mid-40s, he's not going to shy away from that sort of challenge. And he was close to having a deal done to be the Raiders quarterback three years ago before he went with Tampa, before he went to Tampa, and we know – uh, now the stories are out there that John Gruden was the guy who nixed that deal uh, with Brady to the Raiders. But uh, that's another best bet. Tom Brady to be the Raiders quarterback whenever this Buccaneers postseason run ends. I do believe he's going to end up in Vegas in 2023. All right, wrap up the show here with the college basketball best bets for Saturday. Iowa State plus eight against Kansas. Clemson minus one over Duke. And Arizona minus four over Oregon. Those are my three top plays for college hoops on Saturday. Don't forget Saturday night here at Circus Sports, we do a three-hour NFL preview show. Scott Spreitzer is my co-host. We've got a guest list lined up for Saturday night of Chuck Esposito, Paul Bobey, Will Hill, and Scott Kellen, a bookmaker and three pro bettors. Tune in tomorrow night from 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific if you get a chance. Uh, best of luck on the NFL wildcard games this weekend. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? 
backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 